Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist. And I'm a trailblazing marketing executive. And we sound kind of full of ourselves, but together we're hosting a brand new podcast. To help us look beyond our pandemic present. It's called Back to Biz. With Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview the leaders and big thinkers in industries from tech and education to fashion and pop culture to find out how they're adjusting to this new way of life. Listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Tech sex regrets, so feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee baby we got it It's everyone happy new year welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i am naomi and we are a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on this show we bring you the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close do sets together about their relationship and this is special a little bit for us because we are recording this we're here in new york recording this in our living room and uh, there's no, you're just staring now. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get to it because I keep wanting to yell first episode of 2020, baby. Just break in. 
Naomi, this is podcasting, baby. I know, but are you know interrupting stresses me out. <laughs> interrupting, I'm always like, stop with the cliffhanger. Let me get the thought fully out. Let me hear the full thought. Were your hands slapped as a child when you would interrupt someone? I was told not to interrupt. So that's my backstory. See, I've told you before that in my family, you just burst in. Like Kool-Aid man, smashing through a wall. <laughs> you slam yourself through a conversation and go, oh yeah! And that's so funny you say that because I always hated Kool-Aid man. <laughs> I was literally always like, you have just burst in here. I find you very stressful. You are in the vibe. But yes, a social version of a Kool-Aid man, a conversational Kool-Aid man. I get the energy. <laughs> and that might be how I would describe you. When you're when you're feeling amped, when mm. you're feeling amped, which I think you are now, because we're sitting here in New York City. But I'm not feeling that amped because here's the dampening part. Okay, tell we're me. We're sitting on cat. We're not in a studio, so we're here. This is uh, we're recording this on the second, mm-hmm. and studios are closed still. But you know what, guys? Like a freight train, the show's got to go on. Got to baby. And a freight freight train has to keep like Snowpiercer has to keep moving. Yes, like this podcast is a Snowpiercer. That's something I've said from day one. So we, so we told CEO of iHeart, Janet Stone. Yep, we told her. We said, we will record this episode in our living room. Hopefully it sounds great. Hey, we got a lot of caveats <laughs> of hopefully it sounds great today. Oh my. But uh, Naomi, you said you wanted to talk about resolutions before. You know, you said this is the first episode of 2020. Yes. We got to get our heads right, you guys. I mean, we're coming to you January 2nd. You're hearing this January 7th, okay? We're only a week in. We still have time to make changes, make adjustments, live in our truth, start the dream journal, start the artist's way, start the whole 30. What's your plan? I feel like mine, you and I, we did say, didn't we say yesterday, Andy, that we were going to like lose a little weight and get healthy in 2020? Yes, I will say this. Going back to L.A. last year, I was like, I'm going to join a gym. And then I looked at how much gyms cost. Uh-huh. Here in New York, there was a gym right around the corner from us that was great. Yeah. It was like 10 bucks a month. Yeah, it so was, not great, but clean, I think is what you meant. No, it was great. It had all the machines <laughs> I need. Look, all I need is a bunch of machines to lift weights with. Okay, bro. To get ripped. Yeah, bro. To get my seps cracked. Seps? What's a sep? Bicep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. For crap. 10 bucks a month, that's great. And then in Los Angeles, every single gym near us was like minimum $55 a month. Okay. And I right. felt like that was living the freelance life. I felt like that was a uh, something I couldn't do. Well, also at the time, too, we were carless. You know, so now you do have at least the mobility to crack your seps should you want to in a professional gymnasium. Look at what we've done. You know, I everyone on Twitter was like in the last like two days before the New Year's was like bragging like everything that they've done in the year. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck off. <laughs> it really, I'm just like, all right, guys, use Twitter for jokes or for screaming <laughs> about politics. I don't need to see this stuff. It's absolutely just bragging. There's nothing else. Right. There's nothing else that's part of it. But look at just in the last year, not just the decade. I mean, look, in the last decade, I left grad school, met you. All this great stuff happened. But in the last year, we had a dog and a car. A dog and a car. I mean, literally for me, it's just I got a dog. When everyone kept posting all the things, especially, you know, between this decade and the last decade and how they've changed, how they've grown, how they've won. I just literally was so tempted to just post, I got a dog. That's all. Like, that's literally enough for me. That is the true change, the growth, the magic. 
But now going into 2020, I would love to fit into clothes I bought a year ago. Okay, because <laughs> that's the thing. It's not about um, not loving my body. But you know how you're at a certain weight where it's like, honestly, it's just not financially feasible for me to buy all new clothes. So it might be easier for my ass to maybe run a mile. You know what I mean? It's like, do I buy all new clothes or do I maybe exercise five times a week? Y'all, what you think? I'm going to try it. Yeah. You're hearing me now. I'm saying it on recorded medium. This is legally binding. Okay, I will be doing a weigh-in. That's a lie. I don't own a scale. <laughs> but my point is I'm committed to it. And I think You're if you and do I... A Damon weigh-in? A Damon weigh-in. And I think that you and I doing it together, maybe it will help. I mean, I hate exercising. I don't like to sweat in public. But if there's one person who's seen me be sweaty and gross, it's you after a decade. I actually like lifting weights. It's not like I, I'm not... Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like super strong. It's not like I'm doing like, you know, 900 pound deadlifts. I don't, I'm not walking outside and like attaching a rope to a truck and pulling it with my teeth. <laughs> but, you know, the small amount of weights I can lift that my frail form can <laughs> can ascend into the heavens. I do enjoy... that. That's fun, actually. Oh. I hate the exercise bike, which I've been... Guys... Jeez. Listeners, no one pals. wants to hear your regimen. Years ago, I got—I used to be a runner, but I got uh, bone spurs in my foot. It's okay, and that put an end to that career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's all exercise all mm. the time. Mm. But you still do it, and you commit to it. But now I feel like you and I were gonna make a change. I don't know. I'm probably gonna have to like eat salads and shit. I just want to get to a point where like someone looks at me and goes, "Oh my god, you look great. What did you do?" And I'll be like, "I didn't eat anything I enjoyed for six months." Like I want to be like thinner but like real bitchy about it <laughs> you know what i mean like i'll really be like oh this was trash but thank you <laughs> real question i got a real question coming to you bill maher real question <laughs> do you think if you lost weight your mom would say something positive about it or do you think she would still figure out a way to transform it into something negative no i really think she would be positive about it i think she would be happy about it because i think my weight really she can't seem to let it go and i think that if she saw she would be real happy. She'd be real happy. Well, okay. So, you know, good for her. So maybe that will repair uh, <laughs> 0.01% of that relationship. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I mean, if you lose weight, Andy, do you think you'll be a better person? I will feel better about myself. It's not like I, I am like crazy out of shape, but I could stand to lose about 20 libs. <laughs> 20 libs. 20 snowflakes. Own the libs. That's pounds. I don't know. Do you want to maybe talk about our shows we have coming up? Uh, Yeah. I'm very excited, Naomi, because coming up this Thursday is our first live show of 2020 in Los Angeles. Woo, baby. Our first live show of 2020. Of period. 2020, period. Um, John Gabers is going to be on the show. Yes. Demi Adejuibe is going to be on the show. Megan Gailey and her new husband is going to be on the show. CJ Toledano. Last you heard them on our show, they were just a couple. Things have changed, so I can't wait to check back in. And you guys, we are going to have the hosts of the podcast Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, Jonathan Braylock, Gerard Milligan, and James III. You also know them as three-eighths of Astronomy Club, the Netflix sketch show. So this is going to be a fun one this Thursday, January 9th, 8 p.m. at the Virgil. Also, guys, January 17th? Okay. Eight days later, babies. A whole Hanukkah later. 
a whole Hanukkah later. Keep that oil going because we're going to be at San Francisco Sketch Fest, y'all. Friday, January 17th, 10.30 p.m. at the Gateway Theater. We have a magical evening for you. We got so many of the top weird whites. Top yeah, weird white guys. It's truly a sketch extravaganza. Yes. Because there are so many white sketch people. It's <laughs> white male sketch people, including Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald and Scott Thompson from the Kids of the Hall. Yes. Uh, all three dudes from Hello from the Magic Tavern. Chris Riggins and Tammy T. Love, hilarious local SF comics who I love and recently got to perform with on the New Negroes tour. They coming through, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, to get tickets to either of these shows, go to our website, CouplesTherapyPod.com, and click on the live thing on the... It's now Naomi. They changed the website. Woo! iHeart. I Changed everything, and Ooh. now it's on the uh, the right side. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you for warning me. Twenty twenty <laughs> changes. Awesome. By, by the way, Astronomy Club. We sat down one day just to check out an episode. Yeah, we had a party to go to, and we had a we just checked out one episode, and we ended up missing the party and watching the entire thing. That's oh how my good god! It is. Like literally, James the Third does his sketches. Cat Williams that I love have watched many times over. Showed my mother. You guys, it is so fun. So the point is, the shows are going to be tight. Get your tips. <laughs> By the way, truth. we're sitting here on the couch. Do you know what else we do when we sit here on the couch besides watch Watchmen, Naomi? What? We record our Patreon episodes. Thank you so much for bringing that up, Andy. I wanted people to know. You guys, new year, maybe new needs for you. Maybe new changes to your bouger. That is budgets in French, okay? Maybe you got $5 to break off to two of your favorite podcast hosts and you want to get two bonus episodes a month. You could hear about the emotional turmoil we went through over the holidays. That was a huge two-part episode <laughs> that, uh, that people seem to think was entertaining. If you like the tea, you better grab a cup. <laughs> if you like the tea, I'll lap it up. That's what I'm saying about our Patreon episodes, okay? It's real tea. It's piping hot. It's our truth. We don't just spill the tea. We pour the tea straight into your throats. Honey, we brewed at Lipton. What else? I think that's an, uh, enough for now. Why don't we just get into the episode? I think so, because these sets are so fun. You guys, this is from my birthday show in Los Angeles. In December, early December. Yes, yeah, so we're bringing you some fresh fun sets. This first set is from Lacey Mosley and Priscilla Davies. They are good friends who are also actors, comedians, and improvisers. You know Lacey from her podcast Scam Goddess on Earwolf and the TV show Florida Girls on Pop TV. Priscilla is a performer with Second City, and you've seen her on shows like HBO's Euphoria and Netflix's The Fix. So just strap in and listen to these queens. Roll it. Hey. Happy birthday. Nobody. Now do the nigga version. Happy birthday to ya. Who knows this? Happy birthday to y'all. Not woke. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. And that's the only part that anybody knows. Well, I got my purse on. Nigga, this the version. I ain't know if I can put my purse down. You know. You know. Bitch ain't trying to get robbed. Okay, okay. Wait, we both brought our purses on stage. Damn. We have trust issues. <laughs> Bitch, we both brought our purses on stage. That's wild. Yeah, well, that actually, that kind of ropes into what we're going to talk about this evening. Gucci. <laughs> uh, trust issues. Uh, Priscilla and I met 
under uh, very interesting false pretenses. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we actually didn't. We so we both do uh, improv, which is a very white sport. Uh, white male. Yeah. Which is the opposite of us. And we showed up. We got on a, a little team, and we showed up to the first practice. Not a little team. It was a big. Well, a you know, me, you know, honey, like a little me. You were a little cute little team, and. <laughs> We showed up to the first practice, and we was like, wait a minute, bitch, you black, I'm black, what are you, you were here too? They let us together? <laughs> like, we really were like, oh, it must be some mistake, I'm gonna go. Like, we uh, we no, no. absolutely thought that they were gonna break us up. Absolutely. <laughs> and they didn't. They didn't. And then we came to find out that our coach, after like maybe six months. Yeah, so our coach, uh, Laurel Chin, Love her. Shout out to a queen. Shout, shout out uh, to a queen. <laughs> so our coach, you know, we had been working with her for... Like a, six a, months. A, few, a, 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 a good months. amount of time. And, you know, the whole time, she had these pictures on her wall. Her and house kind of looked like Get Out. <laughs> yes. So she had, So she's like this, you know, sweet, sweet girl. Mm. And she has these pictures on her wall of all these black people. Negroes. Okay? And... and uh, for all intents and purposes, she, from our perspective, Looks was, like a, a, was white a white girl. <laughs> and and I remember we would be standing there like, like who, who are these black people on her wall? <laughs> like, so we were like, she must just really love black art. I was like, what kind of swap meat, boom, <laughs> flea market? It was. Of, it was weird. So at one point, you know, six months into the gig, she's like, well, you know, blah, 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 because I'm black. And we were, we were like, like excuse what? you? <laughs> we was like, we just thought you loved black art. We thought maybe these niggas was for sale at Pier 1. Like, we didn't know. We didn't know you was. <laughs> but apparently, she was also black. So it was three black women together On all the time. the same damn team. Yes, it was crazy. It was incredible. So we love black women. So we decided. <laughs> we decided. We decided. So actually, I'm going to give you props. Lacey. So we're in this mix, right? Just killing it. Two, three black women in a, a, a male-dominated sport. And Lacey was like, girl, I'm gonna start an all-black female improv team. Okay. And I was and she was like, Would you help me? And I was like, Yeah, bitch. Just like that. I said it she, like a slave. She said, <laughs> she said, Mrs. Oh, missus. I done seen you performing reels good. And I like it. Your show sure mighty nice. Your shows do be funny. Can you join me? Y'all can laugh at this. I know this is majority white room. And I feel the tepid There's energy. There's three black people in here like, <laughs> They're like, the niggas are cracking up. They're we like, see <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look to them. And if they say no, then you don't you laugh. Stop. But you can laugh. Stop. Yeah, you can laugh. Um... <laughs> So Lacey asked me to help her form this amazing all-black, all-female improv team. And I was like, for sure, for sure. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. You know, little did we know it was going to be the worst decision of our lives. Hell. <laughs> bitch. You ever meet a bitch? You ever meet bitches in disguise? Like, you ever meet some hoes where it's like they say stuff and you be like, hmm. And you, and you, you should really run with that, hmm. Like, don't, don't stop at hmm. Don't, you know, don't be like, that was weird, but let's keep hanging out. No, bitch, run. That, remember, was, that was it. Remember the theme. Trust <laughs> that voice on the inside. Can I just okay? say this to preface? Preface. Please preface. Go ahead and preface. Let me preface, okay? 
one of these hoes looked me dead in my eyes and she said, I have no shame. <laughs> that's a, that, is that a red flag? <laughs> if someone tells you they have no shame, that's when you should be like, you know what, let me get out this car and go on home. <laughs> no, let me out at the light. <laughs> it's cool. I'll, okay. I'll find my way. Okay. Oh, no shame. Okay. And she sure didn't. Whoa, she did not. Let me tell you a little story about this no-shamed hoe. <laughs> we talking shit tonight. Yes, we unloading. And you can Google, you can hit our Instagrams to find out who we're talking about. <laughs> yep. I wasn't gonna do that. I wasn't gonna do that. Yep, we come with a shame. I love the lords, okay? I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> so we were on an improv team together, and okay. this particular person lived in the same town as me. Oh, yes. No hoe. Who know about that life? <laughs> Any no ho natives up in hook? Oh. Any dancers? Yeah. Anybody from the Millennium Studios? No. So, out of the charity of my good Christian heart, I would pick her up and drive her. <laughs> this guy already knows. He's like, no. I would pick her up. Let me tell you, this bitch would have me outside waiting all the time. It got to the point where it was like, I would call her when I was like right around the corner. Then it was like, I would call her when I was like, uh, a, a block away. Then it was like, I would call her when I was leaving my fucking house. But do you she, hear this shit? Like, do you she's see adjusting you, to the bullshit. Okay. Like, you're a damn Uber driver. Nigga, like, what you... Okay, get ready. So this one day, I call this hoe, and I say, bitch, I'm outside. <laughs> was I outside? No. <laughs> but that's not her business. You heard? Guess what this bitch did? She texted me to... She... Oh, I... Oh. She, she texted me a picture of the outside and said, you where? <laughs> Bitch, I'm giving you a free ride. <laughs> That's how I knew she was a fucked up hoe. In addition to some other shit. Oh, there's so much other shit. Okay. Um, I, God damn, all right. Another bitch in this group. Damn, this is you just... Should, should you tell the story about... This is therapy, because shit, we need to talk about this. We need to tell them the story about when... Oh, I'm about to tell the New Year's story. The New Year's story. Yeah, oh, bitch, you know this one. The New Year's... Hold on. Oh. So, okay, boom. That's like, you know, a black story about to start. Okay. Boom. Okay, boom. It's New Year's Eve, right? We at the white people improv New Year's Eve party, okay? Um, that means you got to act right. Right. It's at this drug front that we all know is a drug front, but it's lit, okay? They let you do whatever you want. They serve after 2 a.m., but we know ain't nobody ever in there at any other period in time. It is for drug sales. Um, so we're in there. We're turning up. We think it's just us, just our little nerdy improv community, right? I buy, I get a drink from some guy. I think he has to be a part of this community, right? He's not. I pretty much think I was roofied. Uh, it's not a sad story, though. Ho is, uh, I'm living good. Um, <laughs> but it's like I was going to go to an after party with one of these hoes. <laughs> and I got in the car, and I blacked out. Like, I literally, like, it was all bad. I remember this story. This raggedy bitch. <laughs> I was 25 at the time. And that's all young you know, but um, we get in the car. She says that she tries to drop me off at my house, but I like wouldn't get out of the car. I was like, mad delirious. Tell me why. I wake up in this bitch's car on the street. Y'all know about the street? <laughs> on 
the street, bitch, on the street, on, on God's and Beyonce's street. Mm. And <laughs> this hoe is inside asleep. <laughs> she left my ass in the car. And I was like, <laughs> but okay, so this is not a point to go, hmm, right? This is a point to go, I need to stop fucking with these bitches. Is that a red flag? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Wrong with we us. kept fucking with these. What you know? We what had a is? dream. We had a black woman comedy dream. Yeah. We had hope. Th- listen, diversity makes you do crazy things. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ask NBC. Okay. So, long story short, we spent a lot of uh, hours on the corners of a lot of corners in a LA, talk, being stressed and just talking about this shit over and over and over again. And we had to let them hoes go. We had to let them go. And we moved on to bigger and better pastures. We did. Um, unfortunately, the way that we let them go. I want to tell you guys the story because it's about her. So, mm, close your eyes. Picture this, UCB sunsets. We already hate these bitches. Don't forget, okay? Now, we, ooh, goddamn. That's them, you know? That's their spirits still holding me down. So we do this, we do this show, and it actually was fucking pretty killer, I'm not gonna lie, because we're professionals. Yeah, we are. Okay, so at the end of the we're show. We just like B2K, we could perform even though you fucking my baby mama. Like, we still gonna be like, tell me what you want from me. Okay. You know, we still gonna hit it. <laughs> so we do this killer show, and at the end of the show, um, you know, UCB Sunset has a valet line, right, to get your cars, for people who know. <sighs> and so after the show, there'll be like a line of people, 50, 60 people. So we come out, and Lacey like gathers the team, these bitches. And she's like, guys, I've decided that I want to quit the team. <laughs> I'm moving on. She has this whole professional, beautiful speech. And that bitch, remember that bitch I told you about? Her bitch. These are two different bitches. Different bitches, because there's a lot of bitches. She looks at her and smirks. No what? shame. No shame and a hater. And Lacey lost her shit. Lacey goes you allowed the me fuck to do this. off. Lacey's like, you raggedy, no talent, bitch, don't know no shit. You better back the fuck up. I can't stand your ass. I'll fuck your ass up in front of all these motherfucking white people. <laughs> and she goes off. To the p- she goes off, and the whole time she's going off, I let her go off a little bit, because she deserved it. A little bit. She let me go. She let a me go. A lot of it. And then I was like, girl, chill, chill, but not really. You know what I mean? I was like, girl, chill, chill. Don't be like that. <laughs> You feel me? And guess Don't be like that. Okay. Guess what? After Lacey finally calms down after a fucking I'm gonna say a four-minute rant. See, improv can also help you with cussing people out because the words were flowing. <laughs> yes, she, and fuck you. Okay. <laughs> she cursed that bitch out so hard. The remember the valet line. The whole line gave her a standing ovation. And I'm not even kidding. 
I'm not even kidding. She got a standing ovation. <laughs> Guys, you have been so therapeutic to us. It was everything. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Trust your, your spirit. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, man. So Naomi and I, we came here to New York and then I would say spent 90% of the trip sick. I know. Okay, you guys, Andy was sick like the first week. Then I got sick the second week. So, you know, there's so much coughing. I've been inhaling zinc and orange juice. I feel like I've had so much orange juice. You know when you have so much orange juice, you're like, will my teeth fall out? Like the acid. It feels like I've just been drinking acid for a week. We didn't even go out on New Year's Eve. Yeah, because we're cool. <laughs> we're cool and we're sick. I think we, I, it's actually, it's not just that like you were sick and I was still kind of like getting over some of this stuff. Uh, it's that I think we've passed um, some kind of limit, Naomi. I think that most of our friends, not most, but like I would say a good 50% of our friends have kids. Oh yeah, fully. So oh, they're, fully. Not, they're not doing anything. Right. And then- um, a lot of our friends, like almost all my friends that I talked to were like, oh, yeah, we just stayed in. We thought we'd go out, but we just stayed in instead. I yeah. think we passed some kind of threshold. Well, it's funny because last year we just had three people over to the house. So it's not like we did anything crazy, but two of those three people now have a kid. So it's like, again, we weren't like trying to do anything wild anyway. But now even the few people we would have had over had kids. And then another friend, we were like, you want to come over? Because he lives in Harlem. And he's like, I'm just going to stay in the house and clean. And I was like, honestly, real, bold, brave. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> Listeners, are you, are, uh, who's too young? Who still goes out and wants to party? Who's like us, either uh, <laughs> inside in your souls or outside like we are? I mean, honestly, in a way... I'd say like being sick was almost a great way. It was my body protecting my ego from the fact that we didn't have New Year's plans. Slash had, taking the pressure off. Yes. Because now I'm sick, so now I don't have to try. But I will say I did bring a dress because I was prepared to be cute should a moment arise. We had vague plans. Nah, no, we didn't. I was texting bitches at 6.15 on New Year's Eve like, what you up to? Girl, that ain't a vague plan. We ain't had shit. I just didn't want to seem like a loser. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like, nah. I was like, it's okay. Like, I felt a little, like, losery, but then I was like, it's hard. You and I, we go back and forth between coasts. We don't know what anyone's up to, and then legit, everybody got these babies. Like, our closest friends are now parents. So it's like, I can't even get together with, with somebody for lunch. I was trying to get together with one friend, and she's like, that's when he goes down for his nap. I'm like, okay, girl, leave him in the bed. Let's hit the streets. <laughs> can he walk? Just leave him in the bed. We can order him. I go pick up the seamless. Yeah. Or he'll have breast milk. Give me some breast milk. It's hey, fine. It'll honey, be fine. I'll take the antibodies. I'll take the antibodies. If anybody got some fresh milk, Jake, um, I'm trying to lose weight. Give me some fresh milk. <laughs> How many calories does breast milk have? Human breast milk? Probably high, but again, it's good for you. Is it whole, That's whole milk, right? It's not Honey, it don't get more whole than that. I don't think it get more whole than a breast milk. So... Uh, why don't we uh, play uh, our set okay. from your birthday show? We should note these next two sets. So the beginning of the show, uh, the the mics were a little weird. Uh, I, we've cut out, I would say, most of the mics. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Uh, fucking up. Yep. But I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. Brace your uh, listeners. Brace yourself. If you have particularly sensitive, sensitive ears, ears. <laughs> just go with us. It's not just brace yourself. Like you're gonna be fine. I think when you say brace yourselves, people are already their buttholes tighten. Right. And you know that part of our, you know, mantra is loosening your butt. Right. So really, it's less about bracing yourselves and more like, go on a journey with us. Okay. You know, won't you be my neighbor? Okay. We're gonna. It's. It might be a little funky. It might be a little different. It might be a little different. But it's still the couple's therapy that you know and love. Won't you be my Kraber? Go on. C-R-A-Y, Cray. Oh, I knew what you meant, Dash but I needed to four. know how you got to Kraber. <laughs> I don't know. They're, uh, 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 I'm sweating now. I was okay, just, just, was just, play, dumb just play the set. <laughs> Roll it. So it's going to be a little something different tonight, okay? It's not your classic comedy show. It's not your grandma's stand-up show. You know, that kind of energy. They your don't gra- like that. What's your grandma's stand-up show? Mom's Mabley? Was that vaudeville? That would be so good. How Mom's old? Mabley? How old are your grandmas? <laughs> Someone said dead real definitively. She was like, dead. And I was like, okay. Okay, tonight is your time. No, it's okay. My grandma's dead too. It's okay. We did our best. We did our best. <laughs> what? It's your birthday. I did it. We did it, baby. You did the opposite of that person's grandmother. I know. I did. Despite my best efforts, I'm still here. That's huge. That's huge. It's been a good day. Still full from brunch, so you know we did it right. You know we did it right. I like all I wanted was to go to this restaurant called Animal, like on what, Melrose or Fairfax? Melrose and Fairfax, which is, which, uh, to me, it struck me like St. Mark's, but without the gas mask bongs, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 for the New York heads, yeah, that was that kind of energy. But we've, I've only been, I hadn't been there, like, for a year, and so I think I, like, really remembered it as being this perfect, magical place. And it pretty much lived up to it. I think it's a place I would want to go, like, once a year. Animal, yes. It's, yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's great. vegetarian. I took him to a place called Animal. So, you know, th- that is... They had a waffle. Every place has, like, one vegetarian meal. But we, when we went into the restaurant, I, uh, I opened the door, and as I was opening the door, these two, like, older white men just walked out, pushed right past us, did not say thank you. And I just said, ha! 
these whites tripping as loud as possible. Cause I thought it was so rude. Like it's not like it's of course like this happens, right? You pass somebody and they hold the door, but you say like thanks or like sorry. You know what I mean? Like you have to like apologize for your existence in some way. And the fact that they were like so on the move. And it they was, just treated you like you were a doorman. It was all of history in like one action. It was terrible. A Jew and a black woman holding the door for two old white men as when, they just pushed past. When all we wanted was to eat. All we wanted was a meal. And they said, not today. That was their Oh energy. yeah, they came back and they stopped us from actually getting food. They like took the food out of our mouths. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's yeah. more like what history that's is. That's more history. That's yeah, more yeah, history. yeah, that's more history. Yeah. But that's not what tonight's about. Tonight's about winning. Tonight's about loving life, appreciating things. What? Birthdays are about <laughs> winning. Tonight's about winning. <laughs> yeah. What? Where are you guys at? What do you need to feel your yeah, best? Yeah, where are all of your hearts? Because I wore pants that I thought would endear me to you. And okay, okay, yes. This is a fashion choice, okay? This is like huge. I don't know where else I would ever wear these. So I just really need like positive. Thank you so much, You're Andrew. Welcome. Get get the phone out of my armpit. And I just and I just feel like whenever I make and I'll tell you this, I don't know about the shoes with it, okay? But it's a little chilly, a little damp. I know it's look, do you say sock? What yes, there's a sock situation. I know, but then without the sock, it's rubbing against the ankle. And I didn't know what to do. God damn it. Okay, I know your ass. How you gonna come up in here and read me on my damn special day? Ain't heard from your ass in a year, then you come up from the front row telling me about my sock. Justin Francis Kennedy. See, this is why you can't have people from your past. Cause they will come through and tell you about a Michael Jackson sock and make you feel bad. Is that the, is that how you want to, the, the way you want to describe the sock? Okay, 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 you're correct. Keep me honest. Keep me honest. Keep it's me a, honest. Uh, it's a Weinstein I... sock. You made it worse! I heightened. That's classic comedy. You're all on my side, right? <laughs> See, the, the, the definitive note might have been the same person who said dead. It was like that same kind of like, nope, dead. What else uh, about your birthday? Um, oh, you've gotten some some nice emails from people. <laughs> Don't you love when you just find out who your friends are? When you get these emails? I got, I mean, people, yes, people are coming out of the woodwork. The woodwork via email. And I love how turned off you are by email because I'm going to wait and tell you who they were from. No, Facebook, no, it's fine. I got a wonderful, tender text message from, who was it from, Andrew? Oh, your dentist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a text. Y'all, a text from the dentist that was so nice. Hi, Naomi. The doctors and staff at NYC Dental Associates wish you a happy birthday. We hope you enjoy your day. To unsubscribe, reply back with stop. <laughs> so that was very sweet. And then the real good one came from my estranged father. And you know, it's 50 fucking 50. And he, he'll remember. But he writes, hope you're having a lovely one. Many happy returns, dad. So you know, I think the dentists love me more. But it's nice when they remember. It's nice when they remember. What your estranged dentist write? My estranged dentist said, hi, dad, tartar, ho. No, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. Now, Justin, I'm in my fucking head about these socks. God fucking damn it. But you know what? I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. What else? Oh, gifts? 
I got, of course, I got Naomi a Peloton bike. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wait, I actually brought Naomi's... What? One, I brought a gift for you. Oh, and there's a sheet cake. You should stay to the end. We'll talk about that next. Okay. All right, so here's... What's here's, this? This is just a small thing. Just a, a little, a little a nugget. A trifle, if you will. A little nugget. Let's see. Oh, Baby Yoda. Oh, oh yeah. If there's uh, one thing I know about Naomi, it's how much you love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's a shirt. Okay, I'm into that. Yes! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yes! The category is birthday realness. Andy? Yeah. This is so good. These are the things I love. Does everyone here love Pose? Okay, good. You get it. The first birthday you, uh, we were together, I, uh, Naomi loves zombies. So I, uh, I thought, why not get her the uh, first 50 issues of The Walking Dead? Yes. Your silence mirrors her reaction when she unwrapped the present, which was the first 50 issues of The Walking Dead. Ooh, okay, now I can rebut. Okay, they think, Andy, okay, yes, I do like a zombie movie. What a roller coaster. I just want to see what happens. How does society react to the worst thing that could happen? However, how many times have I told you that when it comes to comic books, I don't know what order to read the boxes in? Okay? You give me a comic, I don't know what's really happening. It's like three sentences on one page, and I'm out, and I'm out. So it's like I understood where you were coming from with the topic. I do. But I didn't understand how I was supposed to consume that content. All 50 issues. And it was also literally six pounds. Okay, 50 issues of a comic book. I couldn't put that in my purse. I couldn't have that on the train. I feel like though I've been making up for that one present the rest for the, for the next 50 years. And you've been doing good. That was perfect. I'm going to wear that every day. Yeah. Also, so we, I, we did, I promised uh, cake every time that we promoted the show. We said, and there's going to be cake. And there's cake. Yes, there's cake. Yeah, yeah baby. Naomi, do you want to read what's on the cake? Oh, yeah, he wouldn't let me look at it. So let's see what it say. <laughs> Sorry you have to work on your birthday, Naomi. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby, chocolate cake, buttercream icing, yes. That's the, they wouldn't, there's a lot of things they wouldn't let me write. What, the cake people? I, I wrote a list of the things they would not let me write on the cake. Oh, no. That was the best one. Uh, don't be sad that it's the anniversary of your birth. Be happy that it's the anniversary of the first time you escaped from your mom. Wow, wow, heavy, heavy, heavy. That wouldn't have been good for company. No, they wouldn't let me do that. Um, here's another one they wouldn't let me do. Birthdays are like buttholes. Everyone's got like 60. <laughs> That's just a fun little absurd one. Uh, and then the last one they wouldn't, the, that uh, the, uh, the people at Ralph's would not let me do is, uh, sorry this is so uninteresting, but everyone in the Ralph's bakery is being a real prick today. <laughs> Funnily enough, they would not let me uh, put that on the cake. Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, immigration policy, or healthcare. I see stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food, 
wherever we could find them. From the supply chain. And we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee for to labor. It's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to have the jobs. We want Americans to have the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality. These are the stories of our food. Episode one of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, baby angels. (laughs) You refer to Mabel as a baby angel. You refer to me as a baby angel. You now have referred to our listeners as baby angels. If I love you, you're a baby angel. That's just a fact. That's what you need to know about me. If I love you, you're a baby angel. You might sometimes be an angel baby. Now, we got one more set for you. Oh, my God. Two of our favorite people. Two of our fun. You guys, this next set is from writers, comedians, and longtime friends, Elliot Glazer and Brent Sullivan, who you heard on the pod way back in episode three. Woo, honey. What a difference 74 episodes makes. (laughs) You also know Elliot and Brent as two-thirds of the podcast, You're Making It Worse, with comedian H. Allen Scott. Elliot also performs the show Haunting Renditions in New York and L.A. and is written on shows like Broad City, Younger, and Teachers. These two guys love him to death. My favorites. Again, the whole point of the birthday show was bringing together our nearest, our dearest, our faves. I wanted a lineup that was a gift to myself, and I definitely feel like I got it, and I hope you feel the love, too. Roll it! Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. How are you all doing? Happy birthday, Naomi. Happy birthday, Naomi. You look amazing. Andy, Um, Andy, you look amazing as well. Andy, you look also amazing as well. Um, Everyone, so so this is my my dear friend, Elliot. This is my dear friend, Brent. And uh, I describe Elliot as sexually unhinged. Now, and, you, and and I'm I'm not I'm not. You might but. be wondering what does that mean? So uh, you know when you if you would describe someone as emotionally unhinged, it would mean that they cry at the drop of a hat, or they have no control over their emotions. Elliot is like that, but with sexuality. According to Brent, he will sit. He will sit oh, here we go. He, wait, did it? All right. He will sit on any dick he can find. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's this is okay. Just a disclaimer, it's not true, but Brent has, through the course of our friendship, has run with it so far that it's, at this point, I often can't tell truth from fiction I, about what I've done with my penis and my butt and stuff. It is really mouth fun. Mouth and mouth. It's, it's really fun because he is of the delusion that his sexuality is incredibly banal. <laughs> and it's, he's literally like, he's the Wilt Chamberlain of comedians. He's always... Sitting on dicks. Not, um, n- n- again. So, so what I wanted to do is I thought we could play a game. I created, uh, I made a list of 16 events, things that have happened. Some of them have happened to Elliot. Uh, a couple of them I made up. I'm going to read the list. Uh, you guys will guess whether it's true or false. And I think at the end of the list, we will know, in the end, whether Elliot is in fact... <laughs> Sexually unhinged I haven't seen, or not. I haven't seen this list 
He hasn't I seen this re- list. Brent literally remembers more about my sex life than I do. Because I, you'll see soon. You'll, okay. you'll see in a minute why. Okay. Okay, so we're going to start. Uh, I'll read the I'll read the, also, the event. Uh, this is not slut shaming, by the oh, way. That's right. This right? is not slut shaming. That. I love and support Elliot, no matter what. And Dixie I don't sits consider on. myself a slut. And if you do, that's amazing. Yep. More right? power to this you. This is just slut awareness, is what this is. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's start with the first one. Just let me know. Uh, I'll read it to you, and maybe uh, shortly thereafter we'll vote true or false. Elliot was once fucked by a stranger during work hours in the janitor's closet of his office. <laughs> See? See? He's turning his back already. We got a ways to go, too, everyone. Just so you know, there's a lot. There's 16 of these. Uh, do you want to tell us about that? How, what was that like, Elliot? By the way, he worked. It's not an office with one or two people. It's a floor of people that had a janitor's office. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? This, he's, I call him a mop bucket bitch. Uh, do I wait? I have to. T- I don't have to talk about it. You don't it. have to talk about it if you don't want. I'm telling you Look, to this I'm gonna, day. Okay. I also, in in your early twenties, I'm just just to rationalize. I think that if you're gay or queer and you come out, a li- you know, later than like teenagers do, mm. your sexuality is is like pushed. Yeah. So things, you know, so their development comes a little bit later. And so by the time you come out, like I did at 19 and didn't really have sex until like 21, by the time I'm 23, yeah. 24, I'm like a 13 year old in a bathroom. Right. So this is the equivalent, but it, uh, there's still no excuse. Right. Right. There's still no excuse. I could have gotten fired. Who would do that? Okay, 3M. Uh, on a playground in the dead of winter with a guy he described as looking like, quote, Fabio with a ponytail. <laughs> what do you think? True or false? <laughs> what, was that true or not? Uh, that is true. That's true. That one is true. I guess I don't need the mic for that. Right. That one's true. That is true. It's How fine. many guys with ponytails have you had sex with in your life? Do <laughs> I you don't know? know. Okay. I can't, I don't know. I don't keep count. Okay. All right. Number three. Elliot was once kicked off Tinder for writing messages that were too sexually explicit. True or false? False. <laughs> I think that's false. <laughs> would, you, would you notice that? Elliot goes, I think that's false. I don't, I, 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 it's false. It's that false. is false. That's that false. is false. Actually, believe it or not, Elliot is a gentleman. Yeah. He's very, he's very regal, and you don't like bragging about your sexual well, this, look, prowess. Uh, just to quote from the Golden Girls, as Rosen Island once said, those who talk that to those who seem to talk a lot about sex don't really seem to be the ones who have much of it. That's a good point. And That's I just don't feel. I don't know. I I, I don't know. It's, yeah. I've, oh, you're very I'm modest. modest. He's a very modest yeah. guy, yeah. which I, I think know. is really endearing. Okay, <laughs> number four. <clears throat> Elliot purposefully doesn't wear glasses in the showers at the gym, <laughs> so when someone starts jerking him off, he can't tell who it is. <laughs> what do you know? That one is true. <laughs> Who would believe it? I did not know that. Oh boy, I did. <laughs> I thought there were going to be so many false ones. Yeah, and the a, joke would be that like ones. two would be true. Yes, that's true. That one is true. <laughs> but who would wear their glasses in the shower anyway? That's true. And he's a, he's blind as a bat without his glasses. Um, okay. 
Next one. Elliot appeared in a softcore erotica video after college in which he's only wearing underwear and high heels. <laughs> what do you guys think? True? Oh, God, that is false, well, people. That's false. Jesus that Christ. That one is false. Very false. I love, I love that you wanted it. I feel like we all oh, wanted it God. to be true, but we knew in our heart of hearts that one was not true. I okay. would have loved more applause for wanting that yeah. to be true, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, Elliot's first wet dream was to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that is very true. That one is very true. <laughs> I did not expect. I guess I didn't expect that. I Ooh, saw. I, <laughs> I saw powder. <laughs> right. I didn't. It wasn't the fly. It wasn't anything where he was even remotely sexual. Jurassic Park. I saw him in powder, and yeah. I guess it, it fucked its way into he my is, brain. He is a handsome guy. I think he's aging really well. He is aging really well, yeah. and he's. But but I think. People think he's handsome, but also his his sort of oeuvre is sexy. Yeah. And for me, well, uh, 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 what, yeah, like yeah, his, yeah. His like thing, a Jewish. It must be a Jewish thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, Andy. Do you have you heard of that phrase before? Oeuvre. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, that okay. was Michael Bolton. Yeah, I mean right. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> All right, Michael Bolton. Maybe there's a Michael Bolton story in there as well. <laughs> Okay, <coughs> Elliot once had sex with a guy on a couch while the guy's roommate, <laughs> who was not involved with their tryst, sat next to them watching Judge Judy. <laughs> what do you guys think, true or false? <laughs> That's true. That one's true. That one is true. I was like, is, anybody, is he dead? Yeah, you know, right. Wasn't yeah, you said the guy didn't even like break eye contact no. with the TV. He was just watching he was, TV. He wasn't watching them, which I think is kind of fun. It was in like you know, it was in like we, a weird part of Florida, so yeah. that kind right. of lines up. Right. Um, okay, here's another one. Uh, when Elliot goes to sex parties, he dons a Dreamcatcher belly button ring <laughs> to help stand out from the crowd. That is very false. That Thank is you. What did you say? I a dream did, catcher belly button? Dream catcher belly button ring. <laughs> but I did I did recently text Elliot. I asked him for a list of bathhouses in Los Angeles. And within two minutes, I got like a curated <laughs> list of eight locations with like reviews, hours. It okay. was incredible. With that being said, I've only been to like one literally like one or two. That's right. That is true. That I is just, true. I'm he resourceful. Did, he I keep lists others. about I keep lists of things. <laughs> so documents, this was perhaps. just another list. That was just another list. Yeah, right? You wanna know um, where to go ice skating? I have that list too. <laughs> right. Okay, here's another one. Behind rent, food, alcohol, and car. Elliot's fifth greatest monthly expense is boutique lubricant he buys from a company in Europe. <laughs> True or false? False. Okay. Couple trues, couple falses. That is definitely false. Oh, I was I, really hoping. I was really not, hoping I was going to trick not, everyone with that. I'm really trying to trick people. I'm trying to think of things that it sounds like he would have done. But he didn't actually do. And I feel like boutique lube kind of makes sense, right? Uh, boutique lube. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, maybe that's like, maybe there's like, there's like CBD lube, I think. Right. But again, yeah. I, don't, I don't need, it's right. fine. We do, right. I don't need boutiques. Um, all right, here's one. If it's been more than a week since Elliot hooked up, he lays a kielbasa in his butt crack. <laughs> that one. That one is false. That's false. You, and I know that it's false, false because... Brent <laughs> likes to, when Brent like makes like sexual jokes, some of them will be will I say 
like pick from like '90s vocabulary, so uh-huh. like buns or like like uh-huh. kiel, like nobody says kielbasa nobody instead does. of like dick. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's That's very '90s, but I, I love the the visual of a piece, a big piece of so- a meat in the. Bu- I also know, love. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. You get it. I don't a have to big, spell it out. Soft piece of meat in Elliot's butt. Uh, <laughs> I also love the image. Like I was thinking when I was writing these, I was thinking about you know there was like a viral video a couple years ago where they invited this guy who saved like hundreds of children's lives in the Holocaust, and they invited him onto a talk show and they surrounded him in the theater with the people he'd saved in, uh, in the Holocaust. And it was very emotional and at one point they said, everyone stand up and he got to see all these people who he had saved in the Holocaust. So I want to do that with Elliot. Oh, no. Uh, what? But ex- it, instead of obviously Holocaust, it w- I would just surround him by people he's oh. teabagged and <laughs> he doesn't know it. And so uh, at the end I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, everyone who's teabagged Elliot, stand oh, up. God. And the whole... Teabagging isn't even real. That's not real. You've never teabagged anyone? Have you? No. (laughs) But I'm certainly more prudish, I would say. Um, Okay, all right, here's one. When Elliot hooks up, he prefers not to kiss because it's gross and, quote, (laughs) gets in the way. What do you think, true or false? False. False. It's true. It's true. (laughs) But it's also subject... We're talking... Context. We're not talking about like love and romance. That's right. I always tell him he should he should show up at a hookup with like one of those Hannibal Lecter masks on, <laughs> so they instantly know. Um, okay. As a kid, Elliot was so attracted to Peter Tamarkin, the host of Press Your Luck, <laughs> that he'd watch reruns of the game show while wearing nipple clamps. <laughs> what do you think? False. Well, that's like half partly false. true. It's partly true. I didn't true. wear nipple, nipple clamps, clamps, but the ha- if you go back and watch the original Press My Luck, <laughs> the host is qu- quite, he's quite handsome. Very like Mediterranean yeah. looking. Yeah. yeah. He is. He's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. Peter um, Tamarkin. Peter Tamarkin. Probably Greek or maybe, yeah. Yeah. Tamarkin. Elliot's favorite fuck buddy is the proud owner of a waterbed and still hangs Abercrombie and Fitch bags of shirtless guys on his wall. Couple fall. Wow, that's that, also that true. That one is also true. I, Long Island again. So many true. Long Island. Yes, Brent. I, oh boy, no real balance. <laughs> I think he, he was going to think he was. He thought there was going to be more falses on here, but he is. Um, a, I will. I will say he is. I don't know if you can. He is. Um, he is disgusting. It's. It's a very. It's Long Island. He. Uh, he wears like you know like. Yeah. The cologne. Yeah. The cologne. The everything. He still has the bags on his wall, even though he's almost forty, which and is a waterbed and a waterbed, <laughs> which is I haven't seen wild. one of those since like the. But if you're like from Long Island, you know that this this is not a surprise. Like, <laughs> right, this right. is the standard. All right, final one. Uh, a psychic once told Elliot she thinks he'll get an STD in quote <laughs> one month tops. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's definitely that is false. It's partly oh, false. On. Partly false. A psychic didn't say it. I did. Uh, that's fair. So that's it. That's it for us. Thank Thanks, you guys everyone. So much. And this is where the therapy part comes in. Okay, people are revealing. People are reeling. It was unlike anything I've ever heard. I loved it. It was so much fun. My, that's one of my one of my favorite things that people do on this show is you know we I try to leave it vague when I, we invite people on I'm like as long as it's about your relationship and you are yourselves mm-hmm. whatever you want to do some people just tell stories you know some people 
just riff. I love it when someone comes up with like a complex bit. Brent is always good for a complex bit. I know. I mean, they're always good at just like having something crafted, but also being revealing. You know, they're not hiding behind a structure. It's not a sketch. Anyway, we don't have to fucking dissect comedy for you. <laughs> the point is, I love it. I hope you love it. Honestly, when I hear something like this, I'm like, this is truly a safe space. Okay, couples therapy is a safe space. We turn the Virgil into a safe space. This podcast, In Your Ears, is a safe space. I uh, hope you wasn't listening to this shit at work without your headphones. <laughs> okay, because people learned a lot. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us for this first episode of 2020. Woo! And uh, Naomi, so glad to sit here on this couch with you with Mabel in between us and dish. <laughs> Andy, a two months tour. 10-year anniversary, baby. Oh, my God. Woo! Well, I won't see you until then. We have to keep it We have to keep it pure. <laughs> we do. That's yeah. so smart. So we're gonna, I'm going to live in a different apartment. Okay, perfect. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Hey, young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself. And the kid, Ferrari Simmons. With your favorite Ethiopian, Sue Solo. <laughs> Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, don't, don't you ever forget. We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we're bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Baller Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So, like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play yourself join the conversation today head on over to the ball alert show and join me ferrari simmons join me Sue solo and it's all produced by me oct on the ball alert show podcast available on iHeartRadio app on apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.